Hello, everybody. This is the Cincinnati Herald podcast. I'm your host, John Alexander Reese, digital editor of the Cincinnati Herald. If you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the largest African-American newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area. And with me, I have my guest, writer Tyra Gordon. How are you doing today, Tyra? I'm doing well, John. How are you? I am doing good. Very good. So let's uh, jump into these topics. Our first story today is Donald Trump being acquitted. Former President Donald Trump was acquitted by the U.S. Senate last Saturday on the article of impeachment that he incited the deadly U.S. Capitol insurrection on January 6th. 57 senators voted in favor of conviction, but the conviction needed 67 votes. Seven Republicans joined all 50 Democrats in voting to convict Trump. Tyra, what are your thoughts on Donald Trump being acquitted? I'm disappointed. I was hopeful prior to him being acquitted that that he wouldn't be, that he would be impeached. But unfortunately that didn't happen. Um, it's sad that the Republicans, I feel, are still intimidated or afraid of Trump, even though he's out of office, he's no longer president. Uh, I feel like his reach, obviously, is still there, whether the, the you know, the lobbyists, the financial backings um, that he still has, um, has scared a lot of Republicans, or it did scare a lot of Republicans, so it's unfortunate. And in reading his, his statement after his acquittal, him making the statement that, you know, there will be more things to come from him. Um, I'm not surprised in hearing that. So at this point, I guess the saga that we know as Trump will continue. Yes, indeed. It is very sad to see the Republican Party bow down to Trump because as I see it right now, it looks like there are like two sides of the Republican Party. It looks like there's one side uh, that's loyal to Trump, and then there's one side that just want to like kick him out and just you know get him out of the party. And it seems like like those sides are basically fighting, and it will definitely be interesting to see which side prevails because you know a lot of the voters you know still like Trump. He had the most votes for a sitting president in history, so that is definitely very concerning to me. But we'll see what happens in the future, because now that he didn't get impeached, that means he can run for office again. And there's a very good chance that he will run in 2024. But right now, we don't know if it will obviously be for the Republicans or if he will run independent. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, definitely. That was my hope in his impeachment that he could not run again for political office. Um, that was the one of the things that I was most hopeful for. So, Yeah, so it seemed more likely. Now, our next story is Dr. Odell Owens retires. Dr. Odell Owens, who led the health equity nonprofit Interact for Health and became one of Cincinnati's most vocal advocates for COVID-19 vaccination in the Black community, announced this past Monday that he plans to retire at the end of March. Owens, a Cincinnati native, spent five years as president and CEO of Interact for Health. So Tyra, your thoughts on Dr. Odell Owens retiring? Well, Don, I feel like he's had a, a long, extensive run. Um, I did know that he was, of course, the, um, the coroner, Hamilton County coroner, and that he was also 
past president of Cincinnati State. I didn't realize the groundbreaking history that um, he was a part of here in Cincinnati as an OBGYN with female reproduction. So in reading that, it was it was it was good to hear. And his current position in which he's retiring from, I think he's done great work in Cincinnati. And even though he said he's retiring, he said he was still volunteer. So um, he still will be impactful to the community. So that's good to hear. Yeah, definitely. I read about, you know, all the things Dr. Owens did and I am very impressed. And I had the pleasure of um, filming, you know, since I helped department uh, meetings that went on every month back when I was interning at Cincinnati City Hall. And uh, every time he spoke, I was just impressed by all the medical knowledge that he had and, you know, every, and how passionately he cares for the city of Cincinnati too. So it will, it's definitely sad to see that he's retiring, but you know, he's definitely earned it. Okay, so moving on to our next story. Cincinnati native Marsha Sells was named the first chief diversity officer at the Met Opera. So Sells, a native of Cincinnati and a former dancer uh, who became the assistant district attorney in Brooklyn and the Dean of Students at Harvard Law School has been hired as the first chief diversity officer of the Metropolitan Opera, which is the largest performing arts institution in the United States, according to an announcement by the Metropolitan Opera. Tyra, uh, your thoughts on this uh, historic uh, news? Well, John, I feel like it was a feel-good story for Cincinnati Homefront. Um, reading the history that her mother had with the Cincinnati Herald in the Cincinnati area, and her herself, of course, being born born here. Um, but for the Metropolitan Opera in reading, you know, this move for them to name a, their first chief diversity officer. And when they talked about, you know, the current climate in America in terms of racial injustice, they said it was influenced by, you know, of course, like I said, racial, racial injustice in America. So I, I think it's commendable for them to make that move, saying, hey, you know, um, the world needs changing, but let us start here with us um, and lead by example, um, recognizing that, you know, they need more diversity there. So I think it's commendable, commendable for them to make this move and just reading her, res, you know, her resume and the things that she's accomplished. I definitely think she's up for the task for the job. Yes, definitely. I'm glad to see that more organizations are, you know, are actually taking initiative and, you know, walking the walk instead of talking the talk. And I feel like this um, appointment um, by the Met Opera will definitely lead to um, much better things in the future, you know, not only for um, Black people, but, you know, for all people of color in general. And plus the fact that, you know, her mother, um, Sel's mother had ties to Harrow is also pretty cool also. But I definitely hope good things um, come from Sel's appointment. Okay, and our last story is about the Cincinnati mayoral candidates. So it was just announced that there will be up to nine candidates for the Cincinnati mayoral primary. Um, and the nine candidates are listed in alphabetical order. Uh, Gavi Begtup, Adam Kohler, David Mann, Herman J. Najoli, Kelly Prather, Raphael Prophet, Aftab Perival, Cecile Thomas, and Wendell Young. And 
if a lot of those names sound familiar, it's because at least half of the candidates previously have appeared on ballots in Hamilton County. Mann and Young are currently sitting on Cincinnati City Council. Perry Vole is currently serving as the Hamilton County Clerks of Courts. Mann also served previously as Cincinnati Mayor and the local representative in the U.S. House of Representatives. And in addition to that, Thomas previously served on City Council and recently served in the Ohio State Senate. So Tyra, let me ask you, uh, what do you think of these candidates? And also, which one are you favoring right now? <laughs> well, first in reading that there's nine candidates that could potentially be on the primary ballot. I know that's historic for Cincinnati. Um, that's, that's a lot. Um, but in reading the candidates, I'm familiar with at least half of them. As far as who I'd, who I'd favor or who I will favor, I think it's too soon to tell. Um, but like I said, I'm familiar with, you know, uh, David Mann, Cecil Thomas. I remember when he was part of the Cincinnati Police Department, um, after Pureval, you know, him holding his county position, at, you know, Hamilton County Clerk of Courts. So as far as who, who I'm favoring, I don't know. Um, I just find it interesting that there's nine candidates where probably a week or so ago was only a few. Um, being that Sittenfeld officially said that he wasn't running because of the controversy that's surrounding him now. Um, because he was deemed a shoe-in, I feel like that's why so many can, can, candidates probably rushed to run. Yeah, definitely. And like you said before, when Sinnefeld was, you know, before this controversy, he was definitely a front runner and, you know, he might have easily won the election. But now that Sinnefeld, you know, is officially dropped out, I honestly think this race is like wide open. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to research a lot of these candidates before I make my final decision. Uh, exactly. But, you know, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting election year. That's That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. <laughs> so, you know, um, I'm going to do a lot of research this year, for sure. I will, too. Yeah. I will too. But uh, I'm just glad we have a wide variety of candidates, though. So, you know, we have, you know, young and and old. So that should be interesting. Seasoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, seasoned. Yeah, I think seasoned is a good word. But, yeah, it should definitely be an interesting race to follow. Um, follow definitely. All right. Well, that's about it for today. It was definitely a fascinating discussion. Um, thank you so much, Tyra, for being on the podcast and everything. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No problem at all. And folks, make sure to check out all the stories we talked about online on our website at www.thecincinnatiherald.com. You can also check out our print edition, which should be out by the time this podcast is live and the print edition is sold at your local Kroger, UDF, Walgreens, Joseph Beth Booksellers, and at select service stations. And remember to follow us at Cincinnati Herald on Facebook. You can also follow us at Cincy Herald on Twitter and Instagram. Remember to also follow us on YouTube. Just search for the Herald TV. And you can also follow us on our official TikTok channel. Just search for the Cincinnati Herald. And folks, we're still in the pandemic, so remember to wear a mask, wash your hands, and practice social distancing. This is John Reese for the Cincinnati Herald, and have a good night.